Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, I want to share with you a couple thoughts around conversations I think would be beneficial for ranchers to have with their tax preparer as we come to year end. Uh, for some of you, this has been a year that's uh, been financially good. I know for others, uh, they necessarily haven't shared in some of the good times that some have experienced. But for many of you, you may be going into this winter uh, thinking about year end and thinking about the income that you've had this year due to good yearling sales, good calf sales, and perhaps have some additional money on hand, uh, more than you maybe typically would have in a year. And so I can imagine for some folks, there's some conversations happening right now with tax preparers looking at their scenario in terms of their tax situation as we look at the remaining weeks of this year and maybe making some decisions about some things that could be done to manage tax liability for the 2023 year. One of the things I've really looked at here in the last several months that I think is an opportunity that many folks are not aware of. And when I'm talking about this, this is the opportunity to look at an individual 401k as a tool to reduce your tax liability for this year, to set aside some money for retirement, but also have the opportunity to borrow from that 401k as a source of cash in the future. If you're not familiar with the individual 401k, uh, for folks who want to use that, again, visit with your tax advisor. But this is really designed for sole proprietors, uh, small business owners who do not have any full-time employees. Maybe the only employees are the business owner and their spouse. If that's your scenario, then a solo 401k or sometimes referred to as an individual 401k really can be a nice tool to manage years when you have a lot of income and then be able to use that income to save uh, some for retirement and reduce your tax liability. Uh, some of the things I really think are nice about this tool is the opportunity to, again, make a large uh, contribution in a year when you have a lot of income. The nice thing also about this is because it's a individual 401k, you don't have to contribute to it every year, but especially for individual business owners, the amount that you can put in is uh, up to $22,500 uh, for yourself. And then also as an employer, which if you're self-employed, you qualify for this as well, that you can put another 20% of self-employment income. So when you look at that, depending on your level of income, there's the potential of a total contribution for each individual of up to $66,000 for the 2023 year. So that's a really large amount, I think. And when you look at the potential of then your spouse being part of that as well, it's an opportunity to significantly reduce uh, your tax liability and the income tax you would need to pay. One of the things I think this tool also provides that for me really makes it attractive, especially for small business owners thinking about farmers or ranchers is you can set this up so that you can borrow from it. Now, again, you want to visit with a financial planner. Uh, you want to make sure that if you're putting it with an investment firm, that they allow you to borrow from that. But setting that up, you can borrow up to 50% of the balance in your 401k uh, with a maximum of $50,000. So thinking about a farmer ranch family, thinking about the business owner and their spouse, uh, in theory, you could put over 120000 in this year 
depending on your level of income. And then in the 2024 year, have the opportunity to borrow from that. Now, one thing to recognize, the rules say that you can only borrow up to 50% of your balance. And then also, if you're borrowing from it, you have to pay interest on that. So you're going to need to pay yourself interest. And the base rate usually is prime plus 1%. So somewhere around uh, 8.5% is the, is the prime lending rate right now. And so we're going to be looking at somewhere in that 9 to 10% is what you would need to pay yourself in interest. Of course, the benefit is in paying yourself interest is you're paying that to yourself and you're benefiting from that. Uh, not many places that I know of could you uh, guarantee yourself a 10% return on investment. If you're going to borrow that money, you could pay that money back to yourself with interest and then you're increasing the, the balance that you have in your 401k. To get that done, again, visit with your tax advisor, uh, visit with a wealth management advisor, make sure you're understanding what this could do for you. But I think it's a pretty neat tool, especially in light of situations where folks may have had a very good year from a income standpoint from cattle sales and being able to reduce tax liability by putting some money in a 401k allows you to save for retirement, but also then have the opportunity to borrow from it if you should want to in the future. Another tool I'd encourage you to have a conversation with in terms of visiting with your tax advisor is looking at your cattle sales and making sure that all of your cattle sales that potentially qualify as capital gains income are recorded as such. This is something where I think if you've gone out and bought females in the past, thinking about bred heifers, bred cows, uh, you have to hold those for two years. And then any gain in value from when you bought those females to what you sell them for could be taxed at a capital gains rate uh, rather than as ordinary income. And that really can have some advantages. Uh, thinking about people that might've brought uh, bred heifers you know, a number of years ago, still have some of those in the herd. Now they're leaving as way up cows, cool cows. In some cases, those cows may be bringing more as a way up cow this year than what you paid for when you bought her. And so any increase in the value of that sale above what you purchased the cow for, again, if you held her more than two years, uh, that increase in sales price can be taxed at a capital gains rate. The other thing is for all breeding females that you sold or are bulls that you raised, breeding females that you raised that are older than two years of age, those also can be taxed at a capital gains rate. We look at tax rates and we look at uh, the potential advantage of that. Make sure that you're marking down and recording any cattle sales, breeding females, cows that were bought, that you could sell and market and show a capital gains income on those, that that's how that's recorded. Uh, make sure you visit with your tax advisor about that because that can really um, be an advantage from an income tax standpoint in terms of the rate you're taxed at. Uh, capital gains income, you don't pay self-employment tax on. And then also uh, for the dollars that you netted uh, above your ordinary income with capital gains income, uh, that's usually taxed at a lower rate. So two conversations, again, to have with your tax advisor as we move towards year end. I'd encourage you, if you're not familiar with a solo 401k or sometimes called an individual 401k, uh, do some research on that. Have some conversations with folks. Uh, be an informed consumer if that might be a good fit for you in terms of using that as a tool. As you turn in your records for your tax preparer, that you clearly identify what cattle sales would be recognized as ordinary income, 
which cattle sales could be capital gains income and make sure you're taking full advantage of that as you look at your records for year end.